Welcome back to um, Desperation Point Session 24. I'm your Game Master, Daniel Fox. You know these people. We're recording videos now. Coincidentally, we now have, I think, sessions 20, sorry, session 19, 20, 20, 22, 23, and now this one will be up on YouTube. Um, I've already scheduled them out, by the way, Adam. But um, we're back. Uh, we actually skipped last week uh, illness among the folk, and um, here we are. We're back. And um, we're all on the path to vaccination, which is great. I think everybody at this point has either been fully vaccinated or got their first shot. So we're going to probably resume in person um, in the next 30 days or so, right? Something, Something like, that. like that. Yeah, I get my yeah. second one on the 22nd. So I get away 14 days after that, too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah probably <clears throat> what's now April. So probably mid May. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Coran's coming back, I think, uh, in next week, I think. Something nice. She's, like, stuck down in there. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Let's <laughs> check that out. That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, at some point, we'll, if we're resuming in person, we'll, we'll probably conclude this and do something new. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. But um, for now, let's, um, let's just jump right back in where we kind of left off last time. So... Uh, before we do so, let's get uh, our coins, our, our fortune misfortune settled. So I'll take one immediately. It's mine. And I'm coincidentally for those who are watching, uh, you can see that we are using the Flames of Freedom uh, coins. Yay. They're big. They're as large as um, poker chips, and they stack. And they're made of. And they're coppery. They're made from campaign by campaign coins. Uh, so everybody roll D6. Oh, I get a five. Yep. One oh, short. yeah. Two. Nick gave me another coin. So we got uh, four for players and two for me. Good thing. So um, next, let's do initiative if we could. And you'll need to give me some mystery initiative, Nick, just in case something goes amiss. Three. You're three. Um Get Calvin 17. Nice. What about other folk? 19. Boys. Nice. 12. Collingsworth got 12. Seven. I got a nine. The mystery foe has a rhyme. Mystery. <clears throat> so what we got for our order? What do we have for our order? Here's your guide. Indicate who goes when. <clears throat> so we're tallying initiative count real quick right now. Keegan, Calvin, Ospert, Collinsworth, and question mark. Good. Collinsworth. Collinsworth. That's right. <laughs> you know. You know. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I love Deadwood. Um, <laughs> so so uh, we get initiative determined. Let's go ahead and talk about what happened last game session. Um, obviously, it's been a couple weeks, but surely some of it's still fresh in our minds. Uh, yeah, I remember that we started off um, pretty much just kind of getting our our bearings in um, the settlement that uh, Credence is supposedly staying in with um, the rest of who we would know as the the nameless. Um, that's who we've been, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, calling them. Uh, I guess that's their callings worth. <laughs> but uh, anyways, we we went on a trip to basically find um, uh, Credence because uh, Credence initially left with Otrig, but Otrig and Credence were supposed to um, like basically separate as Otrig is going further on and Credence would be coming back. But Credence hasn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do remember that there was something that happened during our trip, but I can't quite remember the during. I do remember what happened after. Yeah, and I, so just to real quickly too, you were joined by Dane the Scald mm -hmm. and his wife uh, Annika, who is the the the, the whisper of, of of animals. She has a big bird. Yeah, uh, an eagle that she calls kite, and she is Pictish. She is a pick. She's a picty in the woods, as they say. Yeah. So you accompanied them, and um, you were heading basically toward, by your best reckoning, um, where they would be, and kind of came up on like an open valley, and across the valley you saw like the, the, um, you saw like a small ca castle keep kind of nestled into the hills and i think at this point this is when calvin whisked himself away on his broom it was raining it was, yeah, it was raining that's right yeah so it was raining and we had a bright idea of let's scout this thing out on a broom uh and luckily nothing terrible happened but um yeah, i believe he saw a pretty well battered fort uh, a lot of uh holes in the roofs um thought he saw two people down uh, in one of the courtyards so he figured you know someone has to be occupying it but uh he didn't want to do any didn't didn't want to do any maneuvers that might cause him to fall off so he kind of just did a nice flyby and uh reported his recon yeah that's right and um from there, you kind of came back and reported, and then you guys you all waited until the following morning, I think. And it was still yeah. raining. We slept through the rain. It was awful. That's right. Yeah, it was all right. You're it wasn't of, that bad. You're kind of soaked through Oswald to your socks. just likes to complain. That's right. Yeah, I, was, I was the one that didn't fail the, the uh, role. <laughs> yeah. The team was like, it's fine. It's very true. It's very true. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you head down the hill and you kind of just actually ignore the village altogether and you begin moving through this kind of gray withered heath and of course you saw like a a very old abandoned farming implement mm -hmm. would be pulled by oxen like not just like abandoned but like 
old, like of an age before now, like rudimentary. Mm-hmm. Like in a sense, you may think about like dark age technology. Like that's what it would look like to all of you. So well over 150 years old. And what, what happened when you were crossing through the fields? What did you see out in the fields? What did you see in the village? There were some people coalescing around us, starting to come upon us. Villagers. Villagers. The village. So we, we were making our way through the fields. And finally, we like come upon this like crossroads or something like that. And uh, there were some people there. And, Osbert yelled at him to stand aside. <laughs> they didn't. So, brandish uh, your pistol too. If I brandish my pistol. They move out of the way, basically. <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't. So then we took off running. Yeah, that's a point where uh, Osbert said run, and uh, that's when you began running up the hill toward or toward the hill that would lead to the castle, and kind of as you look around yourselves, and you're kind of still like in this soggy field. Um, you could see that these groups of people with kind of farm implements and broad hats with rain kind of washing off the side, almost like these curtains of rain off these broad hats are kind of collected behind you and in front of you, um, armed with sputtering torches and farming tools and kind of soundlessly they're slowly pursuing as you all begin to run for your lives. Since we're going, since we're running through a field, are we going against the grain? <laughs> <laughs> well, the great thing about this is actually means we get to start a, <coughs> a chase scene, which is always exciting. So I think we should probably just cue up the chasing music. This will be a medium chase, six rounds to escape the villagers. Here, wherever this is, starting at the top of initiative, Keegan. Is that right? Who's the top of initiative? Yes, Keegan. Okay. To confirm, uh, was I told to run? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I yelled everybody to run. run. (laughs) Okay. So you'll need to uh, take your movement and roll a 1d10. And let me know what that number is. Do I get an assist die on this? No, there's no skill Damn. test involved. It's a matter <laughs> of getting the WTF out. Uh, so I rolled a four. My movement is seven. All right. So just let me know the sum. Don't let me know that. Okay, numbers. 11. 11, okay. All right, Keegan breaks forward at this point as she bolts, as he bolts forward. Who's next? Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. Calvin's running. Let's, let's book it. All right. And so it's what plus AB again? D10, right? Just your movement plus one D10. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I rolled a nine. So with that, my movement is a seven. So 16. Nice. nice. Calvin, right as the the storm picks up. Calvin is padding through the mud, scrambling, trying to get as far ahead as he possibly can, bringing us next to who? Osbert. Osbert. Six plus the movement. 
13. D10 plus movement. Oh, D10. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'll be 13. Okay. <laughs> Osberg kind of breaks ahead slightly in Keegan. Keegan, you can see the... Like the, you hear the the rumble of, of, of thunder as a an arc of lightning crashes across the sky behind the massive castle keep. You're running toward the hill to ascend. That brings us next to Collinsworth. Collinsworth. All right. Taking off at as breakneck a pace as my legs will carry me. Ooh. Uh, a 17. Nice. Collinsworth is moving pretty quick. <clears throat> and in his wake comes Dane the Scald and um, Annika the Picked. And Abigail. And Abigail, that's right. All kind of running in tow behind uh, Collinsworth, slipping and sliding across the field, bringing us next to? Question mark. The villagers. Let's see what their pursuit is. Can we see how far behind they are? Well, or we have to look back. Right as as this is kind of happening, you uh, turn back, Keegan, and you see that the villagers are right on your tail. And in fact, you had the lowest initiative. You need to roll a coordination test. This test will be challenging. The lowest, you mean that? Okay. Coordination. Okay, I have a 37. You said challenging? Yeah. 23 is still not going to do it, is it? Uh, no, it will. Just barely. 23. Nice. Keegan, you can see that the villagers are right behind Keegan, and Keegan doesn't see them kind of coming from as they break from the left. And Keegan slides like across the muddy field, kind of covering the side of his, his, sh his shoulder and leg and hip and mud. And then uh, Osbert turns around and pulls him up off the ground as you all continue apace. Keegan, it's your turn. It's the second round. Hurry your ass up, Keegan. <laughs> you're not even to the foot of the. You're not even to the foot of the, the road that winds its way to the castle. I am a footman, not a runner. Okay. Um, well, it's gonna suck because eleven again. Okay, just roll. I'm sorry. My apologies. Just roll a d10 and let me know the result. Just oh, just the d10. Four. Yeah. How much? I'm sorry. Four. Oh, okay. Calvin. Right. D10 is a two. Oh gosh. Calvin is picking up pace, and Calvin just well, is just a just a yard or so ahead of Collinsworth as you brush by him, and you see the crows <laughs> take to the sky as you pass by that big spade that's kind of covered in overgrown grass, leaving us next to Osbert. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Ooh, 16. Well, Osbert picks up pace in front of uh, Keegan, expecting Keegan to follow behind, but Keegan's still lagging behind a few yards. Calvin's just a few more yards ahead, and you're almost caught up to Calvin, to Collinsworth. Collinsworth, roll D10. Okay. Uh, as good last time, I got a 12. What'd you get? I'm sorry? 12. On your D10. Roll D10 Just only. D1. Oh, D10 only. Uh, three. Sorry. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> Roll a 10. Oh, no. Well, um, the person who's the furthest behind, Keegan, once again, uh, Keegan, you feel the reach of someone behind you as they attempt to take you down to the ground. Okay. Rule of nine percent. You can attempt to resist with a with a coordination test. This test is standard. I will attempt. And a sixty-one's not going to do it. Okay, Keegan stumbles to the ground, grabbed by the villagers. You want to re-roll? Uh, I have a thirty-seven. There's okay. not a good chance I'm going to be able to. I don't think you can re-roll. You can. I don't think she can. Or sorry, oh. he can. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was told yeah. to run, so I don't know. That's kind of. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it is a self-interest, though. So yeah. nope, we're gonna go with I can. Okay. <laughs> and suddenly, save those points for you guys. Come on. Keegan stumbles to the ground right as you begin to get on this very precarious winding path. That is on all sides is just with this steep black rocky escarpment that winds its way, twisting back and forth like a switchback purposefully until it ascends some number of maybe 50 to 100 yards up the side of this hill toward a gatehouse, the same one you had seen on Broomback, Calvin. And I think at this point is when we need to move to, unfortunately, the battle map. Uh, I planned it out just in case, and um, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I am now going to flip to the the camera. Let's see if this works. It does. Okay, Nick, help me pick up the. Uh, let me pick up the, the uh, blanket of the blanket, obscurement. The blanket of obscurement. That's right. Be careful. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> yeah, that's going everywhere. Well, uh, as you can see, um, this is this long, winding, twisting path that goes all the way up. Eventually, the, the terminates at the gatehouse, bailing all the way back here. So, what we're going to do um, is start placing some figures. Um, to begin with, and um, for what for our our purposes tonight, uh, Osbert will be the with the blue bottom. Um, we're gonna put, we're going to you use uh, K for your character. Uh, we're gonna put her, put him rather, right about here. And I'm gonna look at current distances to kind of place everybody else in an appropriate way. So, unfortunately, the villagers like they're at 21 yards and the. Collinsworth is at 21, Calvin at 18, Osbert at 16, and um, Keegan at 14. So, um, Mike, for your character, uh, how far you can, what's your movement? My movement is seven. Seven. So you'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then you were ahead by four more. So one, two, three, four. So you're right there. Um, okay. In the case of uh, Osbert, Osbert, you are two. You are right here. You're just a little bit behind 
where uh, Calvin is. Uh, is my movement taken into account at all? Yes, it's what I'm doing right now. Um, and then for Collinsworth, Collinsworth is way, way ahead. <laughs> um, so count 18, 99. So Collinsworth, you're right there in red. Mm-hmm. And then and then finally, uh, that's all one, two, three, four. It's everybody, right? Yeah, it's everybody. And then we will put right at where we're gonna we're gonna move you right here in the here. You can see that. Of course, as you can tell, I'm going to spin the camera toward you here so you all can see. Um, right along back here is where Keegan uh, was kind of caught by the, the villagers. Oops, sorry. Uh, so some quick call outs. The only paths you can move on are in gray. Everything else is a precarious drop. God knows how far down the mountainside but if you wind your way up, just like Candyland, um, you'll eventually make it to the gatehouse, which is essentially uh, a source of safety. So can everyone see that? Can everyone, at mm-hmm. least on the, on the side of the camera, can you all see the battle map pretty clearly? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So from where you're at, um, it's you can see Keegan gets kind of captured. Wow. And it's still raining outside. So a few quick call-outs. There is is a pretty generous amount of obscurement um, on this mountainside uh, leading up to, because of the storm and because of the rain. So uh, if you would, Nick, since you're tracking initiative, I would like for you to also note that um, that currently there is... um, Fleeting shadows. So for fleeting shadows, you must flip the results to fail vision-related skill tests. Cannot give or gain the benefits of assist dice. Um, I'm sorry. My apologies. It's not fleeting shadows. It's perfect light. It's daytime. I'm so sorry. It's daytime. So no penalties for that. But there is medium obscurement. So no extreme or long distances on weapons currently. And I think we're just going to start directly... Uh, Keegan, with your initiative, I think it's the best place probably to start since you were kind of the first kind of stopped, so to speak, by these villagers on this 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 winding path leading up the side of the mountain. Um, so point of clarification. Yes. This, this figure that has two, two people stuck together. Is that two people or is that more than two people? Well, that's more than two people. That's a, collect, that's a collection of villagers who are kind of leaping upon uh leaping upon Keegan where where he stands. Okay. What would you like to do? Am I currently considered prone then? No, you were you're on your feet. They just grabbed a hold of you and stopped you and you turn around and there's no way you're gonna be able to get away. Okay, so I don't actually have like a condition or anything. No, nothing like that. No. Okay. Uh then I am going to I think I'm going to assist with it or attempt a um, words with weapons to try to hasten. That's smart. Okay. What are you, what are you saying? What is, what is everybody seeing? Or hearing, um, I should say. Well, I mean, I, 
I always try to depend that on whether I make it or not. But basically what he's going to try to say is something along the lines of um, we're moving single file and they can't seem to separate themselves. Yeah. We should be able to make this. Good point. Um, Very good point. So hastened, I forget which one hastened is, which uh, skill that's based off of. Yeah. So um, for hastened words as weapons, um, should be under your special actions for um, words as weapons, which is so uh, make a relevance warfare. It's warfare. It's warfare. Okay. Yeah. Warfare. I don't have warfare, but we're gonna try it anyway. Okay. Uh, what's your oh, condition? Uh oh, uh, unharmed. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make a routine test. Routine. Okay. So fifty-four. Uh, that's a. Uh, one nice crit success so so crit success is you and you everyone adds plus one to movement and initiative till the end of combat and um you can you can bank one ap for free so you bank that ap you have three ap left okay um are they within are they right next to me i can't quite tell are they uh, like a yeah actually or? you're you are engaged with them so if you look at your figure in purple and you can see the collection of villagers way over there. Yeah, you are engaged with them where you're at. Okay, uh, then I am going to attempt to knock down one of them that's close to me. Okay. Uh, using coordination. There are yeah. There's a there's a great collection of these of these villagers kind of who who are kind of drawn together. Um, so I'm trying to knock one to another and kind of yeah, that's perfect. Them. It's going to be a standard test. Uh, ninety-two won't do it. Um, you got four coins. You're gonna give me one. That's a self-interest, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. it be? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I guess I'm trying to save everybody. Yeah. I'll try sense. one. Why not? Let's go for okay. it. All right. So that's three coins in your pool, three in mine. Uh, and that's a 14, so that will succeed. Nice. Um, cool. They will attempt to resist with a coordination test, which is 60%. Probably do so. Yeah, 60% <laughs> chance for them. I uh, rolled a 72. <clears throat> Suddenly, uh, the, okay. the collection of villagers kind of stumble into one another, falling to the ground. A few of them helping trying to help each other pick one another up, but they just can't manage to get up fast enough uh, as the villagers are essentially treated as if they're all prone as of right now. So that's one action point because you got to bank that one previously. Anything else you wish to do, Keegan? Uh, charge for the last two AP I have. Okay. Um, how many yards can you can you charge? Uh, with hastened, eight. Okay. Um, well, oh, for with charge, 16 because it's times two. Right as you ready to kind of pick up speed, you realize that with how narrow this pathway is, it'll be impossible to charge without risking falling off the ledge. Um, so you'll need to simply uh, hustle and then hustle again. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So how many yards can you move? I'm sorry. Uh, each one would be eight. So 16 altogether. Okay, so we'll twice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Keegan 
rushes forward as quickly as as he can muster, trying to get up the hill toward the gatehouse, towards safety. As you turn back, um, Keegan, you can see that there are more villagers in their wake, heading up the side of the mountain. Um, so whose turn is it? Anything else you want to do? Uh, it's all my AP. Okay. Um, so just to help me out, yeah, everyone, just let me know when you're like you're finished. Um, because I don't I'm not I'm not really counting AP, just help help me out a little bit. Um okay. so, so who's next? Calvin. Calvin, okay, what do you want to do? Of course, All Calvin, right. if you remember you are in green, you're the green little character right. over here on the on the path. And once again, it is precarious, so you can't charge or run. Oh, I don't plan on doing anything as mundane as walking. <laughs> I'm pulling out my Hawthorne stave and I'm casting flying broom. Nice. Is that an intermediate tier spell? Is that right? It is an intermediate tier yeah. spell. Well, so it's two AP. Cool. All right. Difficulty? Uh, probably challenging in the middle of the storm. I would okay. Say. <laughs> you right. want to risk any backlash? Um, no, because I want to be able to move with that one last AP. So, all right. So it's going to be a 59. And I rolled a 34 success. Nice. Okay. So you are now hovering in the air. What do you do with that last action point? I believe I will hustle, which uh, for flying is 12 plus your AB. Nice. So uh, you just if you just want to put me near the gate, uh, I'll just <laughs> wait for the rest of everyone else to show up. So Because uh, uh, my AB bonus four, is, uh, uh, it's six, only four, so seven, 16. Eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So 16 total? Sure, yeah. Yep. All right. And with that... Peace out, suckers. Yeah, you fly forward. I think we're going to use the... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll... I wish we had something that could show that you're airborne. I'm sure I have something around here that yeah. would indicate that. But um, <laughs> for now, we're it's just right. going to... We're going to replace your character with the... Uh, we'll just leave it like this. I'll put a little dice uh, in here. I'll remember that I'm flying. Yeah, so. yeah, probably smart. <laughs> probably, probably a good idea. Um, <laughs> in fact, I even have something I think we put underneath you that's actually pretty, pretty large uh, that'll make you stand out. Um, as we will use this uh, red dice. Nice. All right. Yeah. Showing me you're airborne. So yeah, whoosh. With that, um, Calvin like picks up on the broom and takes off across the uh, across the the hillside and ascends up 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 toward the gatehouse almost towards safety who's next osbert osbert what will you do osbert remember um you are in red no i am i'm sorry in blue. blue my apologies yeah you're right over here i guess i will just hustle 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 okay uh how far can you move actually just gonna move your character if you would 11 each so okay that's 33 move. nice booking it Candyland style. <laughs> All right. And he break in Osbert breaks forward, rushing up toward the, the cap the toward the, the castle to get to safety. Um, that brings us next to who? Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Collinsworth, of course, you are the, the figure with the red base. Mm-hmm. Everyone at this point's kind of left you either left you in their dust 
and then Keegan rushes past you kind of hurriedly, knowing that the villagers are just literally just on your just on your uh, on your trail still. What will you do? Uh, Collinsworth is going to hustle twice further up the path. Okay. Um, oh wait, no. Before we do anything, I'm going to yes. take out. I'm going to take out my knife. That's probably smart. Okay. And then I'm going to hustle twice uh, for two AP. Uh, and my movement is nine, so I'll move eighteen. Nice. So it's moving optimally. Yeah. Yeah, so you rush, drawing your knife, you rush as quickly as you can up the hillside. As it gets even more precarious and more narrow, as you look down off the side of the hill, oh. you can see it just drops into nothingness. Uh, uh, in, so, uh, my apologies, can we move through each other? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, then I'm going to stick with this plan, and um, uh, I'm going to bank an AP, and I'm going to yell out for... Uh, um, Keegan, come on, hurry up. All right. Uh, I'm basically trying to play defensive while I'm waiting for Keegan to catch up. Smart. Who's uh, anything else you wish to do? No, that'll be it. Okay, My turn is over. Villagers. Oh boy. Well, the villagers start rushing up the hill. They, they can't make it up. Their base is too, too long. I think <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You say that. <laughs> So, um, one, two, sorry, one, I need to stand up first. One, two, <laughs> I'll spend these two coins right here to get up off the ground prone, placing two coins into the, uh, into can I, the, can uh, I use a coin to edit the situation. Uh, not, not when it's not, not your turn. Not turn. Okay. Yep. So they begin to run as quickly as they possibly can. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they took two, two to move. Oh, they used the coin. Suddenly, all of these villagers are rushing up the hillside. And Keegan, like, they just pass by you very quickly. You want to take an opportunity to or counterattack toward one? With a bare fist? Uh, sure, let's punch something. Okay. They seem to be armed with farming implements and other tools, torches, these broad straw hats. As they're just Actually, these, you know what? No, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Probably smart. Well, one of the one of the the collection of, of people who are running up the hillside uh, manages to lap you just barely, and as they come crashing into you, they they um, will make an attack um, as they're swarming. Fifty five percent chance. I rolled an eighteen. Any hey, action points? Uh, can I use a coin to defend? Absolutely, you can. Uh, it's a, you'll need to defend against melee. So it's a standard test on that. And I forget, how does defend work? I know it changed. Uh, so it's it's just a, you're it's making still coordination. A, whatever, it's a simple melee for you. Oh, simple melee. Because okay. uh, you have nothing in hand but bare hands, and they're attacking with tools. I'm sorry. It's challenging because they're armed with weapons. Okay. 
I'm so sorry about that. That's fine. Uh, so I've got a 50 in simple melee, so 40. Challenging. Nope. Okay. Uh, as they swarm around Keegan, you see that she just he just gets battered and beaten with torches and farming implements as you suffer a, um, five damage. Nothing oh. too serious by any means. Yeah, nothing. Uh, Keegan's fine. Okay. And then as the others are kind of like gathering where they're at, they begin tossing stones and rocks as I spend my other two coins. One of the group uh, <clears throat> tosses stones and rocks toward Collinsworth, uh, as does the other group because of the way they're just located. So this will be a uh, 45% chance. It's all over. It's the deadliest weapon. That's right. Uh, 7%. So the first one hits. Do you want to attempt to dodge? Uh, yeah, I may as well. Okay. Um, uh, so it's going to be for you. Um, because you're on higher ground, you get a slight advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so your chance is actually um, standard. Okay. Standard. Um, and uh, I'm going to use coordination, so that'll be 52. Uh, 95 won't do it. Oh, no. Uh, so um, you're hit with the, you're blasted with a stone mm-hmm. um, as you suffer eight damage. And okay. more stones and rocks come crashing toward you, too, um, for that second attack. And I got a uh, 48, which misses. So uh, the villagers' turn is over, and you, as you all kind of turn around and look back, Keegan is stuck. Keegan can't, unless Keegan does some fancy footwork, he'll have a very difficult time getting through that collection of 15 or so villagers that stand between you and them. And they look, and they're kind of slowly coming up, they're, they're storming up the hill toward you. So whose turn is it next? Keegan. Keegan, what will you do? All the coins are in your pool, by the way. Okay. Uh, I would like to attempt to meld into the crowd. What do you mean by that? Um, Kind of move away from those that attacked me, go towards the ones that were throwing, maybe pick up a rock and try to act like I'm part of the mob. Ah, I love it. Uh, Okay, well, this is going to be a little tough because, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a little difficult, but... You should try it. Uh, let's make it a challenging stealth test. I mean, I can't get through, so. All right, challenging stealth, you said? Yes. Okay. 47 stealth, uh, 31. We'll do it even with challenging. Nice. Let's see if they resist. Um, they will attempt to see through this illusion using their awareness. And uh, their chances are only 35%. And I'll roll just for all groups. <laughs> I rolled a 48 again. <laughs> Keegan suddenly blends into Way to the go. collection of villagers. <laughs> and you lose sight of him. I can't run. <laughs> so Keegan, that's that's one action point you're blended in essentially with them as they seem to forget that you're really there do you want to move through them as if they were allies um 
Will it? What? No, actually, <laughs> I have an idea. Instead, what Keegan's going to do, because he realizes that he can't run for shit. Um, so instead, he's going to pick up a rock with them, and I'd like to ready an action. The next time they go to throw a rock, I'm going to accidentally hit one of them in the back of the head with the rock I'm supposedly throwing. <laughs> nice. So, um, so real quickly, you can't interrupt the turn. Um, but I think in this case, because I kind of like the creative use of what you're trying to do will allow you to do it. Um, so for now, we'll kind of keep you where you're at. Uh, once again, you're the purple figure and you're kind of melded into all of these baddies. The villagers are ascending the hill. Anything else you wish to do, Keegan? Um... Let's see what what other thing can I do to wreak havoc? Well, basically, you'll get surprise here. on your next attack, is what it means. I am going to try to move up towards the front of the crowd since I'm melded in. Okay. So can what's I your, use a movement to do that? Yeah. What's your hustle? My hustle would be uh, eight. Eight. Nice. So you could go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. So you could essentially put yourself here ahead of the crowd if you wanted to. Yeah, he, I don't want to be at the very, very front, like maybe like one guy ahead of me, just so it, like it doesn't look like sure. I'm leading them, but kind of <laughs> like it. meld it in. Okay. So, and then, like I said, next time they go to throw, uh, Keegan's going to throw at the same time as them, but just pelt somebody else in the back of the head. Love it. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Squeezing <laughs> through. It's your side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Monetize your hobbies. Um, okay. Anything else you wish to do, Keegan? Uh, no, well, because uh, I assume the readying the action to throw would take my last AP, so I think I'm good. Yeah, okay, cool. So who's next after Keegan? Calvin. Calvin! Calvin! All right, so Calvin has an idea. It's probably a bad idea, but uh -huh. we're going to go with it. All right, so Calvin would like to maybe perhaps edit the situation with a coin to find that he has a bottle bomb on him. Oh, is it possible he has a bottle bomb? Certainly, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So then he's going to uh, pull out this bottle bomb and light it. Uh, and as a, um, let's see, how many AP would that all be? Well, uh, nothing yet. Okay. Um, what, so then you're, you was... you're technically drawing, you, you've, you've edited the situation assuming you had a bottle bomb. So at the beginning of your turn, you draw your bottle bomb. Okay. So I basically want to do a flyover and carpet bomb the middle of them. <laughs> As while I'm doing so, I'm going to try to intimidate them to flee. As I say, flee, flee from the sorcerer of strong or stormhold or stonehold, stonehold. Flee stonehold. from the sor <laughs> the sorcerer of stonehold, lest ye be turned to ash. As I throw the burning bottle bomb and hopefully hit somewhere around them to try to frighten them off. I love it. Uh, what is your flight movement for hustle? Uh, it's going to be sixteen. So is my movement with flying. If we, if we follow what happened before, that puts you here. Um, now, keep in mind, that still means you are one, two, three. You are four yards away from them. Mm -hmm. How far can you throw a bottle bomb? Is it still brawn bonus? Plus, one you know. plus, it's one plus brawn bonus. So my brawn bonus is six. So that'd be seven <laughs> yards. <laughs> so... Um, Right as you ready that bottle bomb, you realize that Keegan is somewhere in the mix of the villagers. Um, do you still want to throw it? Yeah, I'm because <laughs> if I can scare them off, then it maybe gives her a chance to slip out. Yeah. You know, yeah, fair enough. 
so you, for your next action point, you will lob the bottle bomb, um, and um, and uh, it's going to be uh, for you a a routine test. You got oh. high. You're in the air. Um, you toss the bottle bomb. All right. So that'll be a 67 chance with a 72 failure. Oh my goodness. Mm. What are you all? Yep. Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. I already used one coin in for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> all right. Like all right. Come on. We got this. We got okay. this. 67. And that's an 09 success. Nice. Uh, what are the qualities of a bottle bomb? I believe. Let me pull up. Uh, I had this Y hander open earlier. I don't recall off the top of my it's, head. It's. Um, it will hit one group and then it will hit a person and then another person next. That's to right. It. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, they are naturally going to try to get the fuck out of the way, mm-hmm. um, which is probably smart. So it's a coordination test on their part, and it's a fifty percent chance. Uh, so the, the the first group um, is going to try to get the hell out of the way. Sorry, I need to spend um, this guy right here a coin. Which goes back to you all. 50% chance. And I rolled a, well, I didn't roll a correct dice. I rolled two green dice. So let me try that again. Hmm. Um, so sorry about that. I result a zero five. Uh, yeah. Cheater. So um, unfortunately, <laughs> the bottle bomb crashes among them and begins to burn, but is quickly snuffed out by the rain. We'll assume, you know, for narrative purposes, this is what happens. And you, 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 and you try to use um, your your um, words as weapons to intimidate. Uh, so go ahead and roll and go ahead and roll intimidate. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll make this routine for you given the situation. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. So that'll be a uh, seventy, and I rolled a forty-nine success. Nice. Well, as you stare down and you scream out loud, you see the collection of the villagers kind of turn toward you with these dead blue eyes beneath the broad hats that are kind of with the water trickling off of it. And you can see their water sod desiccated husks that seem to be intermingled with bits of feather from crows. As you can see, a crow literally kind of nestled inside one of the eye sockets of one of these villagers. These things are not from this world. Mm. And upon this realization, um, you were struck uh, by, by perhaps fear. But instead of having you roll resolve, Calvin, I think mm-hmm. we're actually going to have you roll your test to stay on your broom. Um, okay. I can't recall what that is. I think, I think they have to make a test when something kind of bad happens. But I think uh-huh. instead of having you do a resolve against fear i think we'll have you just kind of see if you can hold on to your brain yeah so i would need to succeed a awareness test yeah or suffer mental peril yeah so you said was it what difficulty that's gonna be challenging for you challenging all right we've got a 36 here and a 53 is a failure oh no so i would suffer 2d10 plus 2 mental peril Uh, are you ro- are you rolling? I'm sorry, that was 
we were, if you remember, um, the spell on the broom. I don't know. I don't know what the impact is. Is it? Is it they fall yeah, off? It... No. So I'm looking at it. Okay. So any maneuver that you would attempt to do that may be perilous requires a fail forward test using yes, awareness, or right. else suffer two d ten plus two mental peril. Okay. On a critical failure, you fall ah, to the ground. That's right. Okay. So go ahead and roll your peril and, and then account for it. All right. Two d ten. All right. Yeah. Plus so uh, anything else you wish I'm to good. do? Um. Uh, I think I, I think I've done enough. Uh, I did look up the what are the qualities of the bottle bomb. It's fiery, so when a fo weapon or when a foe is struck, another combat yeah. is is, and then they mm -hmm. would have to uh, resist with coordination or be set on fire. Yeah. So not, not unfortunately not as successful as you want yeah. to be, but I think you still have one action point left, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, all right, then I shall fly away. <laughs> Back to where you started. Yes. Ah, you, we'll just, uh, we come in, we loot, we, you know, we're <laughs> you quickly return yeah. back to the gatehouse. And right as you're flying toward the gatehouse, <laughs> you could swear you see shapes moving where the iron, where the portcullis normally would be. There is something moving amid the darkness on the other side. Hmm. The likes of which you had seen when you first came to this, uh, when you first kind of cruised over it the night before, if you remember. There's this, um, you can see this kind of guttering looking lantern. Mm -hmm. um, the, the light is kind of, it's really struggling to stay lit inside this kind of glowing lantern. And this figure that's too thin and too tall walking with this broad staff like perhaps some sort of strange pilgrim of the north and um the first word that comes to your mind when you look at this thing is crow master so uh on the sheet i want you to put a new initiative rating and for the crow master um oh gosh they have an 18 okay <clears throat> that's tied with calvin currently Okay, so my procession bonus is six. Calvin? Uh, mine's only five. Okay, so the crow master will go before Calvin. Okay. <clears throat> it goes before. Okay. Yeah. So anything else you wish to do, Calvin? That's all my AP. I'm done. Okay, so who's after Calvin? Osbert. Osbert. You, of course, are, you know, maybe halfway up the mountain path, heading toward the castle keep. And you can see this kind of like the pale shaft of, of yellow light emanating from beneath the gatehouse where this best described as a tall, lean man whose shoulders <coughs> upon their shoulders. He has like crows nested up, kind of clinging to his arms and the top of his staff and around his hat as he is gathered there. What will you do? Okay. I will continue up the pathway. Uh, using hustle. hustle. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. This is just one up. Yep. Twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. Okay. <clears throat> you. Run for your very life up the hill. Keegan is still collected among the uh, the villagers 
and you could see that in your wake within the storm and the in the in the fog of course you can see collinsworth anything else you wish to do um no okay collinsworth what will you do okay so i'm trying to just kind of make sure i what i'm doing is what my character would do so i know or i do not know that um keegan is blending in with the crowd yeah, you, you lost sight of Keegan, and you don't see Keegan lying on the ground, fortunately. So you feel pretty confident that Keegan has somehow blended them into okay. the villagers. Okay. Um, in that case, then yes, I will follow suit. Follow my fearless leader and run. Okay. Fearless. So hustle, hustle, hustle. <laughs> hustle, hustle, hustle. Yes, not, not game term. Right? How, um, how, how far can you move? Um, total of... Uh, uh, actually, I miscounted earlier because of uh, Keegan's yep. assistance. I can move a total of 30. Nice. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Okay. You run up the hill, ascending further and further and further until suddenly you see someone standing among, uh, beneath the portcullis, beneath the arch of stone. Um, where you'd seen the iron portcullis, of course, risen above it, and you see a being that would only be best described as the Crowmaster. Um, and in your wake, the villagers are ascending the side of the hill as, as quickly as they possibly can. Um, anything else you wish to do? No, my turn is over. Okay. Uh, so who's next? Collinsworth. No, 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 no. Villagers. <laughs> okay. Right as the villagers prepare to run, Keegan, that gives you a surprise attack. Uh, go ahead and make a trivial, a trivial, um, simple melee set test. Eleven. A crit success. That's not only is it not only can they not defend, they couldn't defend in the first place. So it's plus one d six for um, surprise, plus one d six for critical success, and your normal one d six for the weapon. So and add your brown bonus. Oh my, crackalack. You know what? If I'm going to go down, I guess I'm going to take one with me. Um, okay. Because we're looking at this collect rough collection of villagers over here. Where uh, So that's a one and a six on the nice. first two. Uh, so then my third one is a five. So that's 11, 12 with a six for a reroll. Uh, 16. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn that one into a six as well with a coin. Take that coin. Perfect. That's 12, 15, 17, plus a four. So that's 21. Uh, that's another six. 27. Gee, I wish I actually had a cam on this. This is crazy. All right. Uh, okay, well, that's a one. So 28 plus my brawn bonus, which is th four. Yeah, 32. Nice. Keegan, oh. describe what happens as you knock asunder this, this collection of three villagers. What are we seeing, like, cinematically? <laughs> So Keegan has slipped up behind these guys and he, he's looking terrified because at this point he's probably close enough to realize these aren't really <laughs> villagers, um, you know, but he, he has no other option and he looks forward and he sees all of the, the guys up front and then realizes he has what is obviously the greatest weapon of all time in his hands. <laughs> so <laughs> it is. So uh, he, he, has the rock and he he looks at the three of them as they go to take off and 
chucks this rock that just so happens to be able to slam into the three of them as they fall off the side of the cliff, I assume. <laughs> yeah, cue, cue up the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks, so, man. That's what happens. Um, as uh, we literally see uh, one group of the villagers just uh, the, these these dark villagers scatter off the sides of the hill and you not you manage to knock the group and foremost in front of you out of the way coincidentally where you're at um but the villagers regardless swell around you um as they as they push past uh as they are hustling up the side of the hill uh, at a at their a pretty steady movement. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. They obviously tripped. Two, three, so. three, four, three, five, three, six, eight, nine, thirty, three, two, uh, thirty-three, As they as they continue pressing up the hill, these remaining three groups of villagers counting nine maybe more there's just a, a rough collection of these strange walking dead these villagers these these haunts that live among um the remnants of this of this village and um fortunately i have uh two cro two coins left <laughs> so i think i'm gonna spend those two coins as the first group um will hustle forward and then they will proceed to um, make a targeted attack toward uh, Collinsworth, who's still a little bit in the wake, right back here with the red circle. So they, they swell forward, mm -hmm. uh, and they come in um, for <clears> – <throat> my apologies, sorry, clearing my throat. Um, and their, their targeted attack uh, is going to attempt to um, – they want to take you off your off your feet to knock you prone. So um, their chance to strike is fifty five. It's all on this roll because I have no coins to reroll. Um, yeah, thirty one. Oh, um, do you want to defend? Can you defend? Uh, I can't unless I use a coin. Um, you have six coins. Uh, on that note, I think we have one too many in the pool. Because <laughs> it should be okay. one plus, right? Um, okay, it should only be five. How do we have five six? total? Yeah. Anyways, um, so right? yeah, oh, one one plus players. Yeah. yeah. Let's remove um, that. Yeah. Whoa, good so, catch. Thank you for uh, being honest. Yeah. Um, so I think I will since we're full up and you know we need, we need to give the GM some fuel. Um, I shall take that coin. It has a skull <laughs> on it for dead. Yeah. Okay. So your defend on this is is uh, challenging because they're just swelling all around you. Okay. Um, challenging whatever weapon you have in your hand, that's what you'll use to defend yourself with. Right. Uh, so it will be a 40%. And my cat is wanting to help me. And <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bite it. Um, so that's a 46, which is a uh, failure. Uh, yeah, they uh, they do as they do. As you um, suffer, oh, an explosion, roll six, uh -oh. ten, so twelve total damage. Okay, I and am... as they as they do so, um, 
at the end of their attack because there are just so many of these a target attack they just kind of swell over um mm-hmm. collinsworth is he's not prone okay um, technically i should roll that d6 for being prone as well but um i'm not going to because i've already rolled damage so um as you all turn around you can see that um collinsworth has been knocked off of his feet um, and they're kind of like like in a like if they're kind of like surrounding him um and just beating him as he's on the ground as he kind of curls up with his knife trying to fend off the attacks slashing wildly um so the villagers turn is finished yeah. who's okay. next keegan yeah keegan what will you do you were of course way 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 behind everybody else but you managed to completely dismantle three of the villagers solely. All of you at this point have steeled yourselves because you can see that they've got these glowing blue eyes beneath their broad hats, and they're surrounded by crows. What will you do? All I can do is hustle three times, and I'm still not even going to get there. So, because I have 24. Okay. You want to hustle forward for 24 then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, and if you would... Please. I think that's still not going to get me there. Obviously, use the uh, the best outcome as possible here. Now, did you give your own bonus for the... Mm-hmm. My movement's 7, so yeah. it'd be 8, and then times 3, 24. Yeah. These villagers aren't too smart. No, but they're a lot faster than me. They're dumber than a crow um, magnum man. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the first time I've played a character with a decent agility bonus in a while. It's kind of interesting, like, being able to move. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I like the way anything else you wish to do, Keegan? <laughs> uh, that's 3 AP. I'm done. Okay. Who's next? Crow Master. The Crow Master. All right. You can see the crow master standing beneath the uh, beneath the the huge arch of uh, back here, of course, and within just a few short yards, um, of course, is Osbert, and kind of hovering above the ground at this point is Calvin on 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 broomback, and broomback the cr- the crow master kind of mutters these words that can only be described as otherworldly and inhuman and calvin you can make them out clearly as they're in ancient old and it says i call upon you O spirits to keep mine enemies at bay and then suddenly this you can see like the crows start to kind of like flock around him like their feathers kind of falling in the air as he's attempting to cast uh black winds uh, his chance uh, for this is 65%. Um, and I think he's going to <clears throat> risk backlash for one step. So it's a 75% to cast. And I rolled a 62. I didn't need it. And I rolled a five on my uh, backlash die. So um, suddenly these crows in a cone shape, like, Kind of, they fly out from beneath of his robes, beneath of his hat and his arms, as they kind of bash and beat against um, everyone in front of him in a cone. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a cone. Uh, I need to double check this. This has been a while since I've used any magic spells. This is actually kind of interesting and fun. Um, <clears throat> a cone. Gosh, where is a cone? 
Do you happen to know off the top of your head, um, Mike? Uh, can't remember the exact. Uh, let me take a look I here. just don't have a cone in front of me. I guess I could look. I it's could like look in my trappings chapter. Be, oh yeah, cone. So sixteen yards straight. So yeah, sixteen yeah. yards from where you stand, one yard yep. wide, at a starting right. point, five yards wide at the end point. So uh, this means that um, both um, Osbert and um, Calvin uh, need to resist using coordination. Is it any easier since I'm like somewhat undercover? It it, it is not. Okay. Um, there's you're not you don't you didn't take cover, so unfortunately it doesn't really lend you any additional uh, help. Uh, this coordination test is hard for both okay. of you. Okay. Okay. Twenty eight. <clears throat> 21. I'll take it. Nice. This is a 40% chance to succeed. 47. I'm going to re-roll. Okay, I'll take a coin. Yeah. That's a 100. Oh, no! Well, um, not only is uh, Osbert pushed back uh, three plus seven, 10 yards. You f- so one, two, three, four, five, that's a fall, six, seven, eight. We'll stop you right at the edge, just to be fair. You're knocked prone, though. Um, you're shoved back as the crows literally beaten bash against you, and you're thrown backwards by this, this murder of crows that comes from his from his uh, robes <coughs> and um, because you crit failed to resist oof, um, that's never good from what I recall um, it's been a while since I've looked at this but um, whenever you crit fail to resist if anyone has uh, just a your defense until the beginning of your next turn you did fall one yard, coincidentally, as you fell off the ledge. Mm-hmm. So you'll suffer 1d10 plus 1 damage. So, Oh, God, I rolled a 10. I'm so sorry. You suffer 11 damage. Okay. And it would it should have knocked you off the edge to let you die amid the hills because you were technically pushed back 10 yards, but I'm not going to do that. We're just going to say that you're prone. Um, it's kind of a cheap death from a basic tier spell. So somehow you cling to life, but you get thrown backwards completely. Um, what's your current damage condition track? Lightly wounded. Okay. Uh, so real quickly, if everybody would, lightly wounded is now called hurt. So mark okay. through lightly wounded, mark it hurt. I'll try in the, sa- in the same way that you have imperiled for peril, you have hurt for lightly wounded because seriously wounded, moderately wounded, and grievously wounded implies injury. Lightly wounded never does. So just change that little section to hurt. Okay. That is his, um, that's his spell. So he casts his spell, and I think at this point he's going to kind of encant some kind of pretty foul words. Like he's going to use words as weapons himself. And Calvin, you can understand it completely as he's encant, he's encanting words in a in a language you understand, but the others it just sounds frightening and terrible um, as he uses words as weapons to intimidate. Uh, his chance to do so is 45, <coughs> and I roll a 26. So um, everyone now is suffering minus one to damage threshold and peril threshold. At least those who are, yeah, I would say all of you probably. 
because technically Keegan was able to impact everybody with uh, their, their, her, their, his words of weapons were weapons. So we'll assume everyone is suffering from intimidate, unless you have something that allows you to ignore intimidation. Um, so the crow master is going to uh, has no action points left because uh, he, he risked backlash. So the crow, the crow master's turn is over, which brings us next to Calvin. Calvin. Okay. Well, Calvin, you're clearly within just a few. You're within one, two, three, four, five, six, six yards, seven yards of the crow master. And you see <laughs> that the ravens, the murderer of crows takes the, takes flight. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm showing you the back of him. Let me spin it around where you can see him. Let me know when you, when it's the best placement for you to stop. Oh, you can. That's fine. Okay, cool. Um, All right. So Calvin's going to whisper underneath his breath, like, that's so Raven. Uh, and then. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. You're all that's thinking good. that I just that's got to so say raven. it first. <laughs> that's so Raven. Um, all right. Well, uh, if we got an enemy at the gates. Uh, he, he's going to uh, first uh, hustle away for you know, 16. Do you want to go kind of the same direction you went before, or do you want to like recede backwards? That's, completely? that's fine. Like go back the way I came. Cause what, as I'm going to move, I'm going to pull or um, I need to pull out a weapon. So I'm going to pull out my hunting bow. Yeah. I don't want, I don't, I don't want the kickback from the um, gun. <laughs> yeah. Know, that would not be good. So I figure, uh, <clears throat> yeah, pull out the bow. Got okay. four arrows range of 14 short distance. So, think i'm good at one of those two that are all kind of by themselves there right yeah absolutely they're, right. they're easily within within range if you wish to do to do it you want to load your weapon and fire for your last ap yeah i do okay so um technically you would have had to draw your bow before moving but uh -huh. we'll give you we'll just give it to you it's okay no worries yeah. so you you kind of go backwards and you study a bow and i think that probably um yeah, attacking on on with a with a with a weapon like this. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I need to make an awareness test. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think it yeah. seems to be yeah. fair. Uh, so yeah. go, ahead make, go ahead and make a routine test. Or actually, make make your attack first, which is standard, and then okay. we'll have you make the test to see if you can stay on the broom. All right, so forty-seven. That's a sixty-seven. So that's a failure. I'll oh, just take arrow. a miss. You want? So, you know, I didn't quite get it. You know, I, uh, you know, it's a learning experience. First time shooting a bow on a broom. Uh, <laughs> gotta expect failures and then so the awareness test is a what uh, we'll make it routine routine all right yeah so that will be let's see here self bows and broomsticks <laughs> <laughs> it's a new rpg yeah <laughs> <By Calvin. laughs> all right so 56 and i rolled a 14 so i succeed nice okay you managed to stay on the room you feel a little bit nervous in the back yeah. of it but you managed to kind of hold on yeah, um, creating a new fighting style. It's going to take a little work, a little practice. Right. You're kind of you're guiding the horse with your guiding the broomstick with your knees right. like the horse in the air. Um, I'm a, I'm kind of assuming that you're maybe a yard off the ground. So if you wish to ascend up any higher, just let me know how high because we'll okay. need to account for that whenever you whenever you measure your distances and things like yeah. that. Yeah, use some trigonometry. Yeah, we have to use some trigonometry yeah. on this. I mean, because I'd be staying. Pythagorean's thinking. What, what's what, what's the hypotenuse? Yeah. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Let's go. Yeah. So I think I think starting now we'll just assume that you are five. You're just one yard above the ground. Sure. Whatever you want to do. That works. Okay. So uh, who's next? Osbert. Osbert. <clears throat> of course, you're on the ground. Um, I arm myself with my uh, knuckle duster. 
Yeah, you get your knuckles for hand. You pull it in hand. I'm going to use get up for zero AP because I have the handspring talent. Nice. You come to your feet. Whoop. I'm going to help Collinsworth to his feet. Okay, so that's uh, that's um, two action points. Okay. So Collinsworth, you get picked up off the ground by your by your your friend and leader, Sir Osbert, the Fane of the North, the Fane <laughs> of the North. And I'm going to take cover. Uh, am I too far to take cover? Like here? Uh, you yeah. need to. You would. Yeah, you need because you need to move two yards to get the cover. Okay. Um, good. Good question, though. I will get some coins. If you want to I'll use them. a coin. And take, take <laughs> okay, so you can't take cover next to him. You can take cover behind, behind. Like the, behind yes, yeah, behind that's the stone. I'm like I'm, I'm taking cover <clears throat> next to. Um, okay, so that's not going to work um, okay. because they're directly in front of you. you no, not from him. Oh, my apologies. Okay, all right, got it, got it, got it. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, you kind of hunker down. Yeah. Um, trying to to get to, to say, I don't look at me, please don't hurt. Uh, please, hammer, don't hurt them. Um, so, anything else you wish to do, Osbert? That's three or four AP, so no. Okay. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, next is Collinsworth. Okay. Uh, Collinsworth is going to yell out for help from Hobbs as, uh, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden he goes, <laughs> and, um, you know, turns into a, a bear, yeah. right? Because you know, right? I'm I'm a wear bear. So uh, we'll make that one action point. We'll assume Osbert's near you. So we'll replace your figure with the with the, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with Hobbs. Okay. Rawr. <laughs> and um, you know, seeing that he's next to Osbert, but also next to this um, raving band of villagers, who means to do. Uh, Collinsworth harm, he's gonna roar in their direction as he chooses them to be defenseless to all of their all of his attack actions and rough and tumble. Yeah, um, as he says, please don't shoot me again. <laughs> yeah, please don't shoot me, Osbert. <laughs> what would you like to do now, Hobbs? Uh, then, uh, Hobbs okay. will, uh, uh, I'm just like doing the mental checklist of all of the abilities. Okay, we're good. Um, and then he's going to uh, uh, try and like claw out at them um, with his uh, bear claws in order to um, see if he can take them down. Bear, 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 okay, claws, please. Uh, go ahead and make your attack. There's a <laughs> lot of them in one of you. How big is your bear? Is it just a normal size bear? It is a normal size bear. Um, so it's going to be a standard test. Okay. Standard test uh, is going to be 65%. 96 won't do it. I think we're going to try and use a coin to make this happen. Oh, yeah. Now I've got lots of coins. Four coins for me, one for you. Mm -hmm. And a uh, 34 will do it. Like a good, nice, sweet, sticky uh, bear. So claw. they need to resist. They can't. Because mm -mm. they are uh, powerless to it, defenseless to it. So, right. Uh, uh, so, Hobbs kind of lashes through them, slash, slash, and brings them off their feet. We'll just assume that they're prone. I'm not going to, right, move the figure sideways, but I'll throw a little ringlet on top of them. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll do a black ringlet. We'll just say this is prone. Yeah. So you you read my mind because the weapon is sweeping. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, then roll for damage. Yep. That's okay. right. All right, so uh, six total, uh, plus six is 12. Nice, okay. Uh, the murder of crows is moderately wounded. Ouch. Or sorry, not the murder of crows. I <laughs> the villagers are moderately wounded. Okay. Um, should I bother rolling for injury? Uh, no. Uh, okay. the, the, the living dead are immune to injuries. I kind of figured, but, you know, thought I'd ask. Good. That's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. All right, and then um, Hobbs is going to uh, uh, hold his last AP banquet, um, and uh, that'll be it for my turn. Okay. Uh, who's next? Villagers. Villagers. All right, well, the villagers on the ground are going to stumble up to their feet so they're no longer prone, um, and, and they're going to lash out at everybody in front of them because did they're... Did we skip Keegan? I'm sorry. Uh, did you? I don't think so. Keegan, did I'm you at the skip? top. Okay, okay. That's Wait. Fine. Yeah, I only ran, so it seems like I did nothing. Yeah, I yeah. really kind of did nothing. Yeah. But I went... happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is a villager's turn, um, yeah. and the villagers kind of stumble their feet, and they, and they begin swarming over Hobbs and Osbert um, as they will use their, their, their swarming attack. Um, it's a fifty-five percent chance to strike. Uh, you'll get benefits from cover on this, by the way. It says light cover, so it's plus three to your damage threshold. Okay. Um, I roll an eighty-five, but I think I'm going to re-roll because I have four coins. So the nice village one. villagers continue swarming forward, lashing and beating and swinging their pitchforks and their sputtering torches for a thirty-two, which hits. Would either of you like to defend? Yes. It's one action point to do so, and it's mm -hmm. a uh, and it's a standard test. Okay, uh, standard be sixty five percent, and a forty will succeed. I'll, I'll do it. Nice. Hobbs manages to 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 defend against the battering and bashing of the of the villagers. Is, what's the difficulty? It is standard. Okay, so standard coordination. Yeah. Okay. Sixty percent chance to succeed. That's a critical success. Nice. Not only um, do you manage to defend uh, successfully, of course, you crit succeeded. And whenever you crit succeed to defend, something special happens. And that special thing is, because I'm looking it up, so I have it on hand. But I, I, I encourage you all to print something else. You have something in front of you. Um, you bank one AP for free cool. and may make a counterattack. All right, I'll do it. All right. And with that, you lash out with your knuckle dusters? Yes. Okay. Crackalack. Difficulty? Uh, standard. Okay. Uh, that is not a success. Mm. Unfortunately, as you swing your fist and kicks and yit, spit and yell, they don't seem to find purchase as the uh, villagers are still swarming around you as they kind of duck and dodge and move out of the way. You can't seem to really do anything to them. Um, <clears throat> as you, you both resist, which is good. Um, or both manage to defend. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the other villagers move to engage um, Keegan, where uh, Keegan is at, and um, 
will proceed to use a targeted attack toward Keegan. Keegan, as they kind of swell up around you, you realize that you're kind of, you've been kind of isolated from everybody else, poorly positioned. They kind of left you in their wake. Um, they, the, the villagers will attempt a targeted attack to, um, I think what they're going to do is they're going to go for your head. Um, they're going to attempt a targeted attack uh, to strike. So they kind of all aim roughly for your shoulders, your head, your neck, with their pitchforks and sticks and everything else. It's a 55% chance to strike. Um, I got an 86, but I'm going to use a coin to re-roll that, which leaves two coins in the player's pool, three in mine. And I rolled an 82. I can't roll for anything <coughs> tonight. So uh, that attack uh, fortunately misses completely, and they will bake that last action point. As for the other villagers, they will move uh, for one yard for one action. They will kind of collect themselves and begin throwing a hail of rocks at Calvin, taking aim. Mm -hmm. uh, Calvin, uh, they have a 65% chance to hit you. And I rolled a 36, you're hit. Uh -oh. do, you want, do you want to defend? I don't think I have any AP to defend. So We have two yeah. coins if you want to use one of them. Um... Uh, nah, just coordinate out of the way. Okay. Nah, just 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 rock my world. <laughs> I rolled a one, but I'm gonna spend a coin to turn it into a six. There you go. Uh, so in a six plus three is uh, nine, so uh, thirteen damage. Okay. As you're pelted with big rocks and sticks and clonk, everything else I can scrape up and throw at you. All right, so I am now. Uh, I believe I was lightning wounded before, so now I'm seriously wounded now. Oh no! Uh, roll two d six. Hurt. I got two d six. I got one d six here. I rolled a four and a two. Nice, no injury. Okay. Well, uh, I, there the villagers' turn is over. Who's next? Keegan. Keegan. Sorry, Keegan. You're you're back, and they're back. And um, they're kind of moving all around you and, sw and, and swarming into you with weapons and torches and pitchforks. And because their attentions are not drawn different directions, it would probably be impossible to blend into them at this point because you've been isolated from your comrades. You're, of course, you're back there on the cliffside with purple under your figure. What would you like to do? Oh. Well, I guess at this point, really, the only thing I can do is actually fight. Um But Keegan is not the best fighter, so we're going to try some things. Let's go for uh, attempting to, um, once again, knock some of them down. Maybe I can get one of them to stumble off the side of the cliff or something. Probably smart. Uh, go ahead and roll a standard test. Okay. Uh, 52 is not going to do it on trying to push them over. Yeah, they do. You do have three coins in your pool. I do, but I feel like that's not a high <laughs> probability of me being able to do that. Yeah. So you shoulder into them so, and try to sweep them off their feet and just kind of fight and lash as you can, but can't seem to really take them off, all of them off their knees. What do you want to do next? All right, so then I am going to attempt uh, just to use my right. weapon here, see if I can hit some of them. Okay. What weapon are you armed with? 
Uh, oh, I should have said that at the beginning of my turn. Um, he would have this walking cane. Okay. Um, I, I extended the same um, the same gesture to Calvin earlier, and I'll do the same for you. We'll assume okay. you drew your walking cane at the beginning of, 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 of this fight, so you have it at the ready. You probably you dropped the stone, but you have the walking cane in hand. Uh, maybe I should have used the stone. Anyway, let's go with uh, <laughs> the walking cane. Okay. So standard beat a couple of them down all right uh and a yes yeah, so 46 will actually do it nice so do uh, they did bank an action point so they're going to attempt to defend uh their chance is only 45 i rolled a 51 so they don't defend roll damage all right so that's a three Plus, what does the walking cane use? I think it's combat bonus, right? Uh, seven. Nice. Uh, they are currently hurt. Okay. And then I have one AP left. Yes. And I'm going to bank that for defending. All right. You hold on the last action point. Last action point hero. Probably smart. Uh, who's next? Crow Master. Crow Master. Okay. Well... <clears throat> Looks like uh, we've got some uh, friends over here who need some spells cast at them. And um, I think what will probably happen, um, based on, on, on where they're at, um, my apologies, I was looking for uh, the other spell he was going to use that I had marked. Oh, here it is. I apologize. All right. Uh, so, Calvin, from where you're at, uh, you see uh, the Crow Master. One, two, three, four, five. He moves forward between the pinnacles of stone just outside of this ruined castle keep. And he, he kind of he raises his arms in the air, holding the lantern aloft. And he, you hear him incant, ancient forest elder trees, I beseech thee to stand aside and then suddenly there you can see at your feet um hobbs well hobbs can't really see these hobbs but <laughs> osborne you can see these little vines coming to bud and grow beneath your feet as he's attempting to cast spirit of the wood uh his chance for this is only 55 and i rolled an 80 but i think i'm going to re-roll that i have a coin right here um No. 40%. Okay. Suddenly, uh, everyone in a burst template who cannot resist using coordination is entangled. So Hobbs, Osbert, and the villagers resist using coordination. This test is challenging. All right. 50% chance of succeed. The villagers failed. <laughs> Critical success. Nice. Yeah, Hobbs failed. Oh, so Hobbs, you uh, Hobbs is caught and entangled. I'll explain what that is in just a moment. Okay. Osbert manages to bank an AP, but you can't really make a counterattack because you don't have a ranged weapon in hand. Um, <clears throat> however, um, while entangled, you can't move. Entangled people cannot use any actions in combat except to resist entanglement. If you start your turn in the burst template, you must <coughs> resist once again. So the entanglement is still there, 
We'll assume though, because Osbert, you um, did manage to uh, critically succeed your test that you will be able to move through and tangle it unencumbered. Okay, Osbert. Um, remind me what a burst is. How how large is it? That's a uh, six in diameter, so it would be three out from the center of it. All right. Six diameter. Nice. Yeah, so th three radius, six diameter. Correcto. I'm going to throw, uh, throw some, uh, we'll throw down here for just a moment. Wait, wait. Ten, ten. So five out. What's up? Did you say burst or explosion? The burst. Okay, That's so yes, I, I was right the first time. I thought yep. you said explosion, and I was like, wait, no. How I'm far wrong. is it? I'm sorry, every direction? Six. Six it's yards three, three every direction from the three center square. Direction. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's worded weird. A circle with a diameter of six yards in all directions. So, yeah, it's three yards in all directions. Okay, so I'm marking here on the battle map. And I apologize to our listeners. We're using a little bit of we're doing some figurines here, but you should certainly watch this. Um, the uh, villagers <laughs> are caught in the entanglement. The the um, Hobbs is caught in the entanglement and can't move. However, Osbert is completely free of the bonds of the of the weeds that um, have gathered it. So just before the foot of this strange castle um and the crow master's turn is now over which brings us to calvin it's still storming outside calvin you can see the flashing of lightning behind the crow master and his dark swarm of crows and circling overhead nestling up on each of the little kind of nooks and crannies of the rocks and kind of along the top of the crenellations of the of the gatehouse what will you do all right so Calvin will you know, grab the broomstick, for better use terms, uh, the stab, and will uh, move himself up 16 yards into the air, putting oh, himself nice. what he feels is uh, well outside of uh, throwing range. Yes. Uh, and then load his bow for 1 AP yeah. and shoot at the group that threw the rocks at him for 1 okay. AP. Uh, is that a medium distance for you? It is a medium distance. Nice. Okay. Remember, because uh, we are, I mean, it doesn't really impact really what, what, what much of any of you are doing, but uh, extreme and long distances are impossible in, in this type of experiment. Yeah. So you're good. Medium is 28 yards and yeah. 16 up and whatever they are over. Yeah. You know, so so we'll, we'll, we'll assume you have higher ground. So I would normally have <laughs> a routine test, but because you're at medium distance, we're going to shift it down to standard. So it's a standard attack for you. All right. Your standard Literally. test. 47 and that's a 57 close but no cigar we're still learning this okay yeah and and on that note um please make a um a, an awareness test like your, yeah. uh which is routine for you routine all right see we're getting used to it it's fine it's 56 and i rolled a zero six so you know nice <laughs> critically <laughs> I mean, I've hit them. 16 yards up would be perilous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a, we're rolling them dice. We're going to see how long it goes. Uh, like I said, I got I got characters for days. 
All right. <laughs> so uh, anything else you wish to do? Cal? I'm good. Okay. Uh, so who we move to next? Osbert. Osbert. What will you do? So what is this entanglement? Good question. You are beginning your turn in entanglement, so you must resist entanglement right now. Coordination? Yes, it is a standard coordination. Uh, I... Or my apologies, you crit succeeded. Yes. That's so right. you don't need to resist anything. You can move okay. through this freely if you wish. Right. Sure. Um, so what does it do to them? They can't move. Okay. They, can't, they move. can't do anything except resist entanglement until they free themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will attempt a knockdown on them, hopefully giving uh, Hobbs a better chance at some whopping. Yeah, we'll assume that um, you can do so. It's a challenging test. Okay. As you can have shoulder into them. Oh, we have 50% chance to succeed. Flip to succeed, which is a 6%, which turns into a critical success. Nice. So they can't resist. Um, and um, <coughs> I believe on a crit success for knockdown. Um, Takes uh, an additional AP to get up, I believe. It... it, it yeah, they can't resist. It must spend three AP uh-huh. to get out. Uh-huh. So um, not only are they entangled in fighting the entanglement, they are they kind of collapse, pulled to the ground tighter and tighter by the vines, and Osborne is doing what he can to kind of further the the shame that's associated with being pulled to the ground by sorcery. And I will uh, follow up with a hammer fist. <clears throat> Give him a clonk on the head noggin. Okay, uh, that's going to be a routine test. Okay. Simple melee, I think it's yeah. seven routine. Oh, 47. Not so good with that. That is not a success. I've got one AP left. Um, I'll continue. Uh, do I still have, I'll take cover again, I guess. My last AP. Okay. You turn back toward the crow master and hunker down for, I think, is it take cover two AP or is it one? Is AP? it two? Uh, movement. Take cover is one. Okay. Yeah. So you, you kind of get down, you drop low. Um, who's next? Uh, after Cal, uh, after Osbert is Collinsworth. Collinsworth, you uh, uh, needs to resist, yes. right? Hobbs needs to resist. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, it's a routine test, routine coordination to escape. Okay, this one will be sixty percent, <laughs> and a twenty-nine will succeed. No, Hobbs, what do you want to do, Hobbs? You know, keep uh, in mind, you've only escaped for this turn. So if you start right. your next turn in the entanglement, you will be you will have to resist again. Right. Hobbs is pretty one track minded. So um, he's ah. going to uh, try and do the same thing that he did before. He's uh, pretty ah. much trying to um, maul this thing. Um, yeah. So he's going to swipe out at it. Uh, uh, to yeah. wait, no, wait, is it already on the ground? Did Nick succeed? Oh, yeah, it's not prone. Yeah. Okay, not actually, prone. he would do something different, um, okay. in this case. Uh, if it's on the ground, then he would go for the neck or probably a target attack towards the head. Love it. Okay, it's um, gonna be uh, easy. Okay, uh, easy will be 85%, and a 70 will succeed. Nice, roll damage. Okay, so. Uh, one normal, two for on the ground. Yep. Okay. And I got an explosion. Nice. And so that is 18 total. Oh, poor villagers. What? Tell us what happens whenever Hobbs proceeds to tear into this group of three 
walking cadavers. Well, he um, he uh, tears into the neck and um, like immediately like spits it out as it tastes rotten. <laughs> he didn't quite realize what was happening and um, then proceeds to uh, uh, crush the, the other one's skulls in. Yeah. Yeah. And there, and we'll assume kind of like the entanglement basically throttles what little life remains within them as their corpses are pulled and broken and snapped beneath all of the, all of the weeds and grass and roots that kind of break their bones and literally pull their bodies into the earth itself, swallowing them whole. Mm-hmm. A few, a few crows mantra take off in the sky, kind of flying away. And um, that's when you can see, as Osbury, as you turn toward the crow master, uh, his burning blue eyes kind of widen for a moment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Hobbs, uh, oh, go ahead. What will Hobbs do next? Uh, Hobbs is oblivious to that as he was too busy. Uh-huh. And um, then he's going to go after the one that was attacking his favorite person, um, mm-hmm. uh, Calvin. So he is going to mm-hmm. uh, move. Uh huh. Up there. Well, his movement is seven, so you got enough. Okay, just on the nose. So um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, right on the nose. Just enough for Hobbs to get up there. Hobbs lumbers forward. Right on the. And then he's going to. Um, yeah, right, right uh, here. <laughs> yeah, he's going to um, roar at them as he has made them his chosen. Nice. And then he will uh, bank an AP. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Sounds good. So who's next? Villagers. The villagers. Nice. Okay. Um, well, the villagers are near Hobbs, um, are going to do what they can to fend Hobbs off. And um, I think they're going to kind of beat and bash him about um, uh, with a targeted attack toward his appendages, his legs whatever they can swipe out toward to try to debilitate Hobbs um, with a targeted attack. Um, oh, not my bear claw. Not my bear claw. 55% chance. Now roll a 28. We strike. Will Hobbs attempt to defend? He will attempt to. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a standard simple melee. Standard will be 65%. And O2 will succeed. Nice. He withdraws a wounded paw, but uh, does not enough to disarm, <laughs> dispaw, depaw him, depaw <laughs> him um, as their uh, target attack fails, um, and they will bank the other action points. Uh, over by Keegan, uh, uh, however, as they are currently hurt, um, they are going to do a target attack toward Keegan to get rid of that damn walking stick uh, with a target attack toward Keegan's arms to disarm. Uh, it's a 55% chance. Uh, roll 21. Keegan, do you want to defend? I did bank one, so I suppose it makes sense. Yeah. You got? Do you have any action points banked, or you want to use a coin? I had one. Oh, nice. Yep. Okay. Uh, so it's so... a standard test to defend against the uh, against the murderous villagers. Uh, three will do it. Nice. Okay. You managed to fend off the attack, and then their turn is over. Whose turn's up next? Keegan. Keegan! You're up to bat. Okay. On this narrow causeway up to the castle. 
still separated from your friends, still storming outside, what will you do? Hmm. Yeah, there's not really much else I can do at this point, so I guess I will... You said I can't charge. Even with this more open area, I still couldn't? You cannot, no. It is too precarious on either side of the switchback uh, to do so. It's too much rubble. It's too wet. Um, it would spell your doom. D-O-O-M. Hmm. You want to try to push through them? Um, what I was hoping is to charge through them, yeah. But if I can't do that... Well, we could, you could still try to move through it, still try to maneuver through them, we could say. Yeah, but I want to actually try to take them down with me when I do it. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, prob- uh, you know what? If you want to spend all three action points, I'll let you try it. Why not? Let's go for it. That's all right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you make a routine athletics test to do so. Oh, boy. That's my strength. No, it's not. Okay. Let's go. Muscle mate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we need Calvin for that one. <laughs> All right, so that's a 34. <coughs> 81 will not do it. Oh. How many coins do we have right now? Four. Can't use, wait, can't use them. That's self-interest. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, I tried. Nope. Okay. Um, I don't know where that puts me. I don't know if I stay in the same spot. If yeah, they you, attack, kind of I don't are, know. Yeah, you're kind of, uh, unfortunately, you're kind of at a disadvantage. Um, and you're still kind of where you're at. So who's up next? Next is the Crow Master. Okay. Well, the Crow Master witnesses the the last the other batch of villagers kind of get knocked, get mauled to death by Hobbs <laughs> and the Crow Master uh, over by the keep. He uh, he he slams his staff into the ground, um, and with that, he the 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 lantern winks out. And as the lantern weeks out, it's it's almost like all light that was here kind of like falls to darkness for a moment. And then you all feel this beating of wings and being batted against the face with all these feathers as these crows burst forth from the husks of these villagers taking to the skies, just breaking apart completely before your very eyes. Oh, dear. And um, and they they literally break apart into 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 batches of crows, um, and as you kind of gain your senses again, you realize that the crow master and his servants, the villagers, are all gone. You can only see wings and rave and, and flocks of crows taking to the to the sky as the husks of these bodies collapse before you and as this happens you all need to uh, resist uh, resolve versus fear is challenging fifty percent no did not succeed. 59. 20. Uh, 99. Oh, no! 
Um, Keegan's not doing so good today. Yeah. Uh, so who? So who failed? Raise your hand. Oh no. Um, and then you critically failed upon Keegan. Um, so as you can imagine, it's a pretty frightening, spooky, scary, very spooky, scary skeleton. And um, as this happens, those who uh, failed uh, will suffer um, six corruption and uh, eight peril. Those who critically failed suffer 10 peril and immediately um as you crit fail this withstand horror check um you immediately suffer from despair keegan like you're filled with um this intense desire to do one of four things you can either fawn fight Take flight or freeze up. What do you, what happens narratively? What do you think Keegan's going through Keegan's mind? What do you think? What does everyone else see from Keegan at this point? Mm. So it's fun, fight, flight, or freeze. <laughs> okay, I just read the descriptions. All right, I'm going to read this out loud real quick and we can tell which one's going to freaking happen. Fawn. Those who have this response will do all they can to please those around them, often foregoing their own needs for others. They will be overly helpful, deferring to others when it comes to making decisions. So apparently I've just been fawning the entire time on this <laughs> So why would I change that? Uh, the effect is add two assist tied allies to help until you dispatch or escape from the source of horror. However, you suffer 2d10 plus peril and gain three conflict every time you take advantage of this benefit. Guess who's getting peril? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Do we, so that. So that's all the mechanics. But what narratively is happening? What are we seeing? So at this point, like, so they all kind of just fell apart in front of us, right? Like they're just yeah. Of, yeah, so Keegan sees them all fall apart, and he looks around for a second. He's got his cane in his hand. He looks confused. He's got, like, probably, you know, his hands bloodied and stuff from, like, ripping at the ones with the rock. And he looks at everybody, and he <laughs> runs over to them, and he just looks like a, a kid. And he's like, did I do okay? I'm back. Hi. <laughs> and just looks completely lost but like almost comforted that he's finally close to everyone again so uh he he kind of almost somewhat hides although uh this six foot two broad brawny guy like hiding behind any of them is probably at least somewhat comical maybe mm -hmm. the bear <laughs> love it love it <laughs> I can see Keegan trying to like groom people, like trying to get all the dust and stuff. Actually, no, that is probably what he's also yeah. doing is kind of checking people. Like he grabs them by the yeah. face and checks them and sees if they look okay or if they're hurt. Yeah, that's great. But he wouldn't actually touch because that's taking liberties. Yeah. So yeah it's good. that equivalency. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Calvin okay. will come down to the ground. Okay. Uh, so the, stor with the, the storms let up just a little bit, fortunately. Well, that's good. 
Uh, I mean, he'll still keep com- he'll still keep concentrating on the spell because it lasts yeah. for hours, just in case he needs to make a speedy escape. Because who knows what's going on in this crazy place? <laughs> but yeah, um, that. yeah um, well that 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 was crazy. Hopefully, Credence isn't here. Let's get out of this storm. <sighs> in, into yes. So into the mouth of madness. Any port in a storm? As I, I point towards the gate. Um, sure. I mean, I always know I can get out. <laughs> you uh, liven up the situation, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Feel better. Uh, so uh, you you kind of begin to leave the scene of horror, Keegan, as you can feel your heart, like, you know, clearly beating hard in your chest. Um, and you approach the gatehouse where you saw the crow master emerge from. Um, you've lost sight of all of the crows at this point. They're, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but remnants of the corpses, the husks, that they had literally wheedled their way into and animated, like these hundreds of crows, um, animated that the, cor- the husks of the dead, um, they leave those, those husks in their wake as you come toward the gate and you can see that the gate is just slightly up it's not fully open for anyone to, to easily crawl beneath it looks like the crow master probably f- flew through the areas between the gates and formed into that shadow of a dark sorcerer and calvin you feel that the spells that you saw today are none you've seen the likes of before Right. No, they were completely foreign to me. Yeah. Like I understood the language, but uh yeah, I didn't really anything understand anything else. Right. So um as you look toward the gatehouse, um, and you're of course soaking wet, um you see that the uh the gate is probably maybe half a foot to three quarters of a foot off the ground between you and the stone. Um and it has these long kind of iron rusted spikes that would affix into these like stone ports in the, hmm. the ground. Um, it looks very precarious to clamor underneath. And as you look up toward the stone gatehouses, they look like they're unassailable, uh, at least on foot. As I, okay, well, uh, I'll see if I can find a way to raise the gate. Um, all right, yeah, let's, uh, let's get to it. Try to get on the broom and, uh, it up on Calvin, the wall. Go do a great job. Anyone <laughs> have an idea where the uh, the the mechanism would be? Uh, I don't really have warfare training. All right, so it's a hide and seek. We'll find it. All right, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, yeah, I guess I'll just start from the top since I'm already up there. Okay, and uh, work my way down. So Calvin throws one leg over his uh, over his broom and ascends up about. 15 20 feet and you kind of land kind of you come down on your feet with your broom beside you imagine kind of like how uh snape moves in harry potter right when they yeah. disembark they actually disembark before the broom lands so you can have sail down to your feet and kind of start walking naturally as part of it walking with the broom and you can see that there is on top of this gatehouse there's a wooden porthole mm-hmm. um that appears to be open and on top of this gatehouse, some terrible battle has happened. Mm. Um, you can see the desiccated uh, husks of <laughs> or bones of 
of of people who have died wearing loose weathered ring mail with their spears shattered and their shields broken uh all atop this this gatehouse hmm. and all and and you can see kind of along the inside the crenellations like you know like a rising stone merlins where you'd hide behind if you're being attacking with the bow from above mm -hmm. um you can see these purple handprints um all over the stone crenellations like mm. the, the the same markings you'd seen before for mm. the people who are here. Perhaps the folks do reside within these walls. Hopefully they'll be more helpful than the villagers, Calvin thinks to himself as he continues to explore the um, the battlements and the gatehouse. So Calvin descends inside, but outside the storm continues. Osbert Keegan, Collinsworth, and Hobbs at your side. Dane, the Scald, and Annika, the Pict, are there, as is uh, Abigail. What are we going to do, Abigail says. She looks toward the gatehouse. We're going to fucking wait as rainwater drips down Osbert's nose. His shoulder's hunched. He looks miserable. I don't suppose you can squeeze underneath. <laughs> Laughs mirthlessly. I, I could easily squeeze beneath, I suppose, but I would not be going in by myself, Dane the Scald says. His wife, uh, Annika, looks toward the skies looking for Kite, the eagle, but no sign whatsoever. Birds tend to roost when it rains. She looks worried. Hmm. She turns toward where the, the husks of the villagers were and watching nervously for any crows that may be roosting nearby. What is Keegan and Collinsworth doing at this point? Collinsworth is, um, you know, kind of reeling, like maybe he got socked in the head by a one of them rocks a little too hard and um, he's just kind of waiting to see what Calvin will do because um, Calvin does have the ability to fly. Um, so um, Collinsworth is just kind of looking up to see if there's any windows, anything like that. Yeah. You, you, you turn toward this very cold stone building and this, this place has probably been here for some time, um, and your eyes search for any sort of indication that there would be a window to look out, but you can only see these narrow arrow slits, um, which seem to to uh, indicate that the, the only way in is probably on the other side. There'd be no crawling inside an arrow slit. They're far too narrow, uh, obviously, but... Um, your eyes search the building and both stone towers that um, kind of rest against one another almost so they're threatening to crumble off the side of the mountain. And that's when you kind of get a really good feel for like how high up this place is in the hills. Um, your eyes wander along the towers, Collinsworth, and along the mountainside and down into the village that is kind of shrouded in the mist from the rain. 
midday, there's it's kind of gray and overcast, especially here, the clouds hang particularly low. Um, but um, you see no means of ingress, but this whole situation has you clearly a bit nervous. I think you didn't you didn't you suffer are you suffering from fear? I think is that right? Is yeah, that that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So and that's kind of what you see. What about what about um, Keegan? What's what's happening with Keegan right now? Sorry, my headset keeps dying. Um, Keegan is honestly just looking at everyone else to figure out what to do because the last time he got left alone, he was stuck with a bunch of undead things that were trying to kill him. <laughs> so he he probably he's not even bothering to like look around and try to figure out like anything, any plans or anything. He's kind of waiting raftly, almost like a dog, for someone to give him a command, oh, someone to tell sad. him what to do. It's sad. I mean, that's kind of the fate for Keegan too, especially with your 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 affliction. He he just finds that every time he goes on his own or tries to do something on his own, things fuck up. So he's like, you know what? Nope. Somebody else tell me what to do because I I fail at this. Yeah, I seem to recall too that you're not the only one in the party who 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 has an affliction. Yes, Osbert has. <laughs> foolish endeavor uh, whenever you rush into a situation without proper planning you gain 10 percent to succeed a skill test during that situation however for every failed skill test you suffer stress thanks so calvin the storm inside kind of is drowned out mm -hmm. as you head down into the porthole And the inside is a bit dark. Do you have a source of light? Hmm. Let me ruffle through my bag and see. I believe I had a number of torches, at least. That was way back when we had we we're in with Sorsha. Let's see. Do I have any more torches? I do. I have two. Nice. So you, you strike a torch and it sputters for a mere moment and it and it chases away the shadows like like rats exposed to light. The shadows scamper away seemingly from your from your torch as you as you're standing in this gatehouse and you kind of your eyes scan around and um, it's really dry and musty. It's really musty in here. You can see kind of like uh, within the torch light, you can see some of the particles of dust lingering in the air. And you could just barely make out these very narrow arrow slits. And the only reason you know that they're there, they run vertically floor to ceiling. The only reason you know they're there is because when the storm flashes outside, you can see just these kind of like thin lines of light. And they seem to and they seem to almost look like broken upside down crosses, like both mm. flashing yellow, these thin upside down crosses that the, the, the arrow slits kind of painting a bit of a dire portrait of the interior of this room. Using the torch, you you search around in earnest for the uh, mechanism, and you discover it. Huh. It's this. It's this. Uh, it's this big winch. Um, and as you look toward this wooden winch, you realize that it's a series of chains and pulleys that actually kind of extend up and over your head uh, <laughs> among the rafters of of this kind of upper floor. However, the chains are actually broken. Um, mm. You can see this huge 
a mallet, like a wooden mallet with a spade on one side, and it looks like the chains have been sundered purposefully. Mm-hmm. You can see the link's still wrapped around the winch, but um, the chains overhead can have a rattle slightly and kind of clink together, clink, 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 as they're among the dark rafters of this this tower. Hmm. Hmm. So no way to open it. Hmm. Well, maybe someone has some rope and can we can scale the walls. Hmm. As uh, I'll go over to one of the arrow slits and shout out. Can you guys hear me? Outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Over the storm, you can hear Calvin yelling through arrow slit. Yes. <laughs> I think I found the mechanism and I think it's broken. Dane looks down toward the narrow portcullis where it's threateningly close to the ground. The only other idea I had was does anyone have any rope? Maybe I can tie something off and you can scale the walls. Dane kind of looks toward his (laughs) wife and Annika shakes her head. Abigail says, I did not have any any rope with us. We did not take the horses. I, I yell back at him, you and your fucking rope. <laughs> well, I'm not going to carry it, but it's super useful. <clears throat> you know how much encumbrance that would put on this broom? The structural integrity would collapse like your bridges. <laughs> so many locks on that bridge. So many locks. <laughs> Thousands. So outside Osbert, you and Collinsworth and Jane and Annika and Abigail and Keegan. Keegan seems to just be waiting as if looking for someone to tell him what to do. Wide-eyed like a puppy, looking to do whatever he can to to, to, to serve any of you to get out of this situation. Just to get out of this damn situation. Dane and Annika appear confused, not sure what to do. Collinsworth, Osbert, looks like it's up to the two of you. Osbert scratches his head for a second. We came to find clues that uh, those two came through here, Credence and and Otrig. Mm -hmm. Have a look-see and report back what you find. We'll wait here. uh, Wait, you want me to go further in by myself? I turn to Dane. There's your companion. Dane will join you. I'm not going to go in there by myself. That is madness. The Crowmaster is not gone. Calvin's in there to accompany you. And how well did we fare earlier? What if Calvin was not there? All right, I guess it's up to you, Calvin. Great. Um, I look down at the portcullis and see like how much room there is. Uh, a person could shimmy through with some effort. A person. Can you come? Can you come down? Sh- sure. Uh, I I want to. Yeah. A few. I, I want to see if I can. You said there was a mall with a spade on it. Yeah. I'm thinking that maybe I can use this to help, I don't know, Jimmy rig it to where maybe we can get a little few more inches to make it a little bit easier. Sure. For people to get underneath. So 
grab a big wooden mallet and you kind of head outside and you're back outside wet again. Hey. You join the others and you've got the wooden mallet. I mean, this is what I found in there. It, uh, it was used to sunder the chains and drop <coughs> from what all, from all that I could tell. Um, now, did I hear right when you said the wooden mallet has a spade on it? Yeah, it's like a, it's a wooden mallet. It's like used to drive spikes and the other side is sharpened to, mm-hmm. shat, to, to shatter wood or okay. whatever else was used. It's like, it's got a, it's got a, it looks like a very rudimentary, very, very old tool. Like you can see that you suspect that it's probably bronze. Like there's a bronze sheath on the back side of the mallet that would be the striking surface that really wraps around the the back of the mallet. It's a very, very old implement. Not a weapon. It is a it is a tool. Mm-hmm. But clearly yeah. it's been used to to break the chains or break the weakest link in the chain. You can imagine this thing would strike through any sort of metal unless the chain was already weak. Now, what if we were to use that spade to just, you know, if this is the entire doorway, we were just to focus on one area, much like a, much like a dog with a gate or a fence. Um. I'm going to guess oh. it's too big to fit through. <laughs> here's, here's, here's what I think. No, I'm saying dig the ground around it. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me be clear. The ground underneath of it is literally a stone lip <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. with <laughs> with portholes where the, yeah, where okay. the gates kind would drop into the earth. So, um, yeah. yeah. Right. No, that's... Yeah. Skewer anyone well, beneath of it. Here's what well, I think. We, we, we push the handle of the mall down into one of these holes and then we all together try to pick up the portcullis and then if we can wedge this tool underneath there maybe it'll it'll hold long enough for us to squeeze through yeah i can try lifting from my side as well that makes sense to everyone we're gonna have to all work together to do this so we're gonna trust our lives to one shaft of a mallet well we'll we'll wait a moment to see if how well it holds huh I mean, I got no better ideas. I guess, I guess Abigail or someone can can wedge it underneath once we get it high enough up. I, I can take the, I can hold the mallet and put it where you want it, but I don't think I've got the muscles to lift this damn thing, this gate up. Okay. Not like a lot of ye. We'll, Abigail says. We'll, we'll we'll heave together and then once it gets high enough, just wedge it in there and we'll see what we can do. All right, you uh, you all kind of get underneath the gate, um, and then with the one, two, three, you heave, and this thing is really heavy. Um, everyone needs to make a fail forward hard athletics test as you feel your bones and muscles bracing with the weight. Got a farty, a fifteen success, oh, success, sixteen, nice. <laughs> Okay, hard athletics. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, 40. Some help. <laughs> oh, seven, success. Nice. I have a 14 and I got a 13. I don't know how that happened. Nice. So I actually succeeded by one. Nice. 
So if you can imagine picking up the, if you're trying to pick up a pool table on your own, like where the, the weight is like, no matter, you've got all your hand underneath of it, but it doesn't seem to be enough to like hold it steady. It's kind of like you're shaking, you're literally shaking, holding it up and you all manage to lift it up and you can see that one of the, 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 the tines of the, of the, the portculus raises out and um, it goes into the hole. And then Abigail put, drops it in the hole and she says, oh shit. And as you drop the portculus on the mallet, the spine literally rips it in half down the shaft. <laughs> uh, as it, as the, 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 however many hundreds of pounds, probably a ton plus of, of metal, just literally splits the mallet in half. Mm. Um, it's not enough to hold the gate up, but you do feel confident enough that you somebody could slip underneath if you had a few people holding it up if you moved quickly. Okay. As Osborne is like running, holding it one at a time. Uh, I have one other idea. Wasn't there a sally port on the other castle? Maybe we could try to look for one of those. No. Nope. Just trying don't. this. All right. All right. All right. We'll try it. <laughs> Abigail, you first. Abigail. Dane and Annika slip underneath. Calvin is next. Who will fall after Calvin? I mean, I'm on the. I'm already on the S side. That's right. That's right. Who's Keegan, gonna go? Keegan, go. Yes, Keegan. <laughs> as Keegan relinqu- as Keegan relinquishes his hold on the portcullis, uh, the three of you now need to make a hard athletics test. Fail forward. <laughs> athletics. All right. Or forty. Are you guys gonna guillotine? It seems like you might. Eighty-five failure. Twenty-two critical success. Oh, nice. nice. Brother's showing off. So Keegan slips through unharmed, uh, un- unhurt by the portcullis, and you feel it still shaking in hand. And as Calvin loses his grasp, his brother shoulders up next to him and heave, and you kind of give it all you got. To lift it up. So who's going to go next? He can grab hold again. Mm. And uh, is this a is this a pull or can I get an assist on this? Uh, I'm trying to get this conflict. <laughs> uh, you can absolutely assist. I would like to assist because that's also three dice that I get for assist. Nice. All right, all right. Nice. Like being like a spotter. Like I got your back. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so like, who's okay. Going, who's going under next? Collinsworth. Collinsworth. All right. I'm, I'm moving underneath. Everybody needs yeah. to make a hard test in Keegan. You immediately gain three corruption. Oh, man. And I assist. That's right. Like Whom are you assisting? Um, <laughs> I'm guessing I'm the only one on this side. Sure. Dane yeah. and all of them are. Yeah. Okay. So I have a four, a seven, and a two for you to use. I'll take the two. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the two. Uh, anybody Thought fail? I failed. Okay. <laughs> you feel tension as you suffer uh 18 peril <laughs> as it's straining your muscles and arms as a 3d 10 plus 3 so peril i have you always succeed skill test to resist the effects of physical peril for weather worn men this, this is apply? not weather okay <laughs> no uh, <laughs> that's no it's not weather you tried anything to do with weather so what you... once again okay spirit of the rules versus rules is written all right weather worn let's be clear um it's physical peril for weather so yes you suffer the peril 
Um, if you drop to incapacitated on this, anyone drops to incapacitated, the portculus drops on the next person. Okay. Ooh. So right, who's next? I'm the last one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, everybody make a, uh, do you want to assist again, Keegan? Hell yeah, I'm assisting. And make Three sure we don't critically fail. Three more corruption. <laughs> Actually, uh, I also need you to roll 2d10 plus 2 peril. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're mentally stressing out now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll your own if, if you want to. Okay. Everybody else make a hard. Okay, I rolled uh, 7, a 3, and a 4. So that's 7 plus 2. So 9 peril is what I took. Um, for my assist dies. That's a two, a four, and a six. Takes two. <laughs> I got a 22 critical success. Nice. Anybody fail on that? Yes, I did. I'd like to use okay. a coin to re-roll it. Uh, Calvin crit succeeded, so he can actually offset your failure. Oh, okay. Uh, so in the you same way that you offset Calvin's failure, you helped. Yeah. So he Brother. returns the favor. Um, <laughs> and you hold up. Uh, did you roll your test already? Oh, I roll even though I'm going under. Oh, no, you don't. My apologies. Okay. You went under. You don't really think. Okay. Yeah. So right as um, right as Osbert slips beneath, you all drop the gate and you hear this shunt. It makes a sound and the whole gate like, like rattles um, inside of the of the of the stone that it rests with. Uh, <coughs> Um, the whole gate kind of shatters like a, the sound of metal rattling against stone violently for a moment. And bits of rock and mortar that was loose already on these stone towers crumbles and falls to the ground, wet, nasty. And um, you all are now inside the gatehouse. I think we'll probably stop here. It's a good stopping point. All right. Um, so... You managed to beat back the crow master and the villagers. You didn't didn't succeed the chase scene, unfortunately. Um, you're you're literally on the you're on the second round and didn't get it, but um, nonetheless, you you survived, and um, you're now at least inside the gatehouse, for what it's worth. Um, so we played for about three hours. So let's do uh, seventy five reward points, and um, let's uh, let's let's resolve some. Uh, Let's resolve some uh, corruption. Corruption? No, uh, conflict. Captain Corruption. Uh, Conflict, yeah. yeah. So the roll for tonight is eight. I still recall somebody's pretty close to getting a destiny point, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? I'm a couple away. Yeah. To finally having one again. Yeah. So (laughs) let's let's talk about tonight. What's going on in Osbert's mind? So with all this villagers and such like all these terrifying creatures and crow masters and all this stuff uh of course it, he along with everyone else succumbed to terror so uh or was it terror or fear. Fear. fear fear yeah um so he's kind of leaning into his uh his deviant flaw rank and you know even though maybe calvin's suggestion to uh go around the other side was probably better uh he kind of insisted because they wanted to just you know feel the pain and just to kind of revel in it for a while <laughs> he does have that interesting new affliction too where he just like if he's unprepared he's 
yeah, he's he feels he feels better unprepared sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though you, you you'll gain bonuses to your skill test, but you suffer perils or you suffer corruption as a result of failure. So right. you can always lean into that for your benefit. Um, mm-hmm. And that's interesting too because oftentimes. I think that anytime we play, we get stuck between like we get analysis paralysis between what to do. And Nickus tends to be the one to go like, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Planning be damned. So that mm-hmm. actually works to your benefit. So go ahead and give yourself 50 reward points. Cool. Um, Calvin, let's go with you next. Yeah. So tonight was uh, a bunch of new experiences for Calvin. He's trying out new things like uh, flying in combat. Yeah. He hasn't tried that yet. So yeah. um, he feels pretty confident. Uh, and his ability to stay on it. Like, I mean, I don't have the greatest awareness, but I have a very high peril threshold. So yeah. even if I do fail and I take the peril, I feel like it's okay. Like as long as I hold on tight, I can be fine. <laughs> um, you know, so it's, yeah, I was just like, I'm going to try shooting this thing. Yeah. Uh, I can't throw a rock if I'm in the middle of the air. Cause you know, <laughs> uh, can't pick it up, but um, yeah, yeah. So it's, going to be interesting to see if I can actually get this to kind of work. I enjoyed the uh, editing the situation to get a bottle bomb. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, yeah, I could just like carpet bomb those guys and make it rain like my lords do. That's right. With mm-hmm. fire. Make it rain fire. like the anarchists do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, I should look into like getting a trade scrap craft a skill that we can yeah. start making bottle bombs and grenades and glass bombs and well, it's alchemy, actually. Um, in, oh, is it in, now? Yeah. And in fact, okay. In Flames of Freedom? Uh, yeah. If you look in the back of, um, if you look in the back of uh, Flames of Freedom, you'll see okay. alchemical arts. There's a ton of things that you should look into creating because I think that the the item creation stuff yep. in Flames is pretty cool. Yeah, 50 reward points. One thing, one thing that, um, this is just a personal uh, complaint I have about some magic systems is like there's no real penalties for flight. So that's why there's this peril. Like when you do something that's like yeah. potentially could imbalance you, you make that awareness test. Yeah. You don't fall <laughs> unless you crit fail it. Right. So it's like, there's always that kind of degree of like, it's like risk. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. It's like so riding a bike. It'll be fine. Yeah. Let's move next to Keegan. Um, so I think Keegan is just at the point where he is, so he has so little confidence in his ability to think or do anything that he just feels completely lost when he doesn't have somebody from the group telling him what to do yeah Um, which is a sad state of affairs but that's what he is Mm -hmm. so uh you know when he got separated from everybody like he tried his best but he fell on that whole i have to be part of the crowd which is why he probably was able to meld into zombies and have mm-hmm. them not yeah. realize that he was that there. Was a, that, was, that was a fun outcome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's what it is. He just, he can't, he can't do things solo. It doesn't make sense to him anymore. And uh, so, yeah, he, he, to be honest, he's just a hive mind right now. Um, especially like he may outside of these kinds of places when he's not in a despair point, he may have the ability to kind of think on his own, but right now he's just, he, he's like I said, he's a dog. He, he's trained to do what you tell him to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like in perilous situations, like that's clearly like what he's going to rely on. And, and I think that especially when you think about um, whenever, whenever uh, the chips are down and, th- and by chips are down, I mean, in the sense that like maybe your perils lower or maybe your, 
you're skewing more higher on the corruption side, you can think about kind of leaning into your, into your, into not your belief, but your flaw. Um, so I think it's, it's important that you, that you as a player and as the character still feel some sense of control, but obviously this is a perilous situation. So um, 50 reward points. Um, and then finally we move to, we moved to Collinsworth. Uh, Collinsworth, I mean, was for the most part, pretty simple. You know, he um, was trying to do what he could to, to help make sure everybody was keeping up. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it got into pretty big trouble. So Hobbs took over. Um, Hobbs is confused and bewildered as to what exactly happened, why those people tasted so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like he's not, you know, he doesn't want to just like eat people, but, you know, they don't taste terrible when he does. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, that was. Uh, uh, that was bad. So he may reconsider eating people in the future. <laughs> how are 50 reward points? How are you feeling about the kind of transposition of character to controlled creature? Like, do you think it's a pretty seamless experience? Well, I mean, the, the greatest thing about any sort of like um, system that you would come up with is, you know, whether or not it's consistent and, definitely is like it's just like okay if i want to switch use an ap and it's done yeah. um you know because like a lot of other games i've played where you do have a pet um they either one don't have quite an effect on um battle and they like you know give a little buff here or there or two you're controlling two things um so this is the first time that i've really played a game like this and um, you know, it's just like with powered by Zweihander, the more numbers you have, um, the more likely it is that one person is definitely going to be taken out. So if you've got yeah. a group of 10 people, and so that means that you're going to have around 10 combatants on the other side, someone's, you know, so this makes it easy for the GM to go, okay, I want this to be a harder encounter. So I'm going to, you know, have a few more than the player or I want it to be a more even encounter and have the same number as the players or I'm going to, you know, want it to be an easier or a boss type, you know, like mm -hmm. that I think for this system is the biggest benefit to um, making it to where you remove your character and you play as your pet. Yeah, it's kind of like, I think there's kind of a Pokemon got to catch them all appeal to you to the profession as well. Uh but. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see what happens with um, Charlotte mm -hmm. uh, when we return. Um, and frankly, I I kind of want to, um, you know, me as a player, I want to learn from, can't remember her name, but it's uh, uh, Dane's wife. Annika. 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 Yeah. yeah. I want to learn from Annika, like, how to get one of them eagles. Yeah, mm -hmm. you um, eagles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it'd be pretty cool to like be a wear eagle for a battle. Um, yeah. You know, and so long as I keep track of all of the um, damage on both characters, because like it would be kind of silly if damage reset or even transferred yeah. over. Um, you know, then I think we'll be good. So um, Collinsworth, it's funny. Like Collinsworth has 
uh, is more defensive uh, than Hobbs. Like he could take more, take more damage, even though that's not always a thing. It's <laughs> why. Um, so uh, if I'm trying to be defensive, it's actually best to be Collinsworth. Yeah. Um, so what were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say, if, since I have handle animal, could I train like a group of geese to follow me around and fly in formation with me? <laughs> Like the sure. flying V or ducks, maybe, you know, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then they can attack. They'll have attack geese. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think we'll, we'll wrap here for the night. Um, we'll, we'll resume uh, next week on the, there'll be session 25 next week. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize we play this long for up here, which has been, it's been fun. It's been fun doing something very different, mm-hmm. um, but uh, thank you watchers and listeners. Uh, we will see you. Next, next week, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.